Hello, my buds, my pals, my friends, new friends, old friends, friends I haven't seen in months. To all the frontline workers, everyone who's working extremely hard to keep us safe and sound, thank you so much for everything that you do. It is greatly appreciated, and I hope everyone at home is, you know, doing what they need to do to help keep those people safe as well, because we need to do that right now in this world. Because the world is scary. It's getting crazy out there. And I don't mean to start on a bit of a grim note, but maybe that's just based off of the week that I'm having in terms of my anxiety and things like that. Uh, so, you know, everyone, be safe out there. Be smart. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, it is another Wednesday, another uh, week. We missed last week. Again, I am so sorry. Things have gotten a little out of control um, in terms of my work life, which is both great and can sometimes, uh, you know, have negative effects like missing a week of this podcast that I love so much. But those things happen. But I am back this week uh, and it is a new episode with my dearest darling friend, James King. James King is an incredible uh, musician who has an album coming out early next year, and we chat all about that. We chat a lot about Stevie Nicks, Fleetwood Mac, uh, recording an album uh, during COVID-19. We talk uh, an insane party fail that James has. You're going to want to hear it at the end. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. How is everyone else doing? I guess you probably bet, uh, bet off bet. <laughs> you can probably guess off of my initial... Um, little spiel there off the top that, you know, this week's been good. Everything's good. Everything's great. It's just, you know, I think I'm, I may be experiencing that COVID fatigue that everyone's talking about. You know, there's a lot of energy going out into the world in the last few weeks with the election and now numbers going up and, you know, that idea of the unknown. I keep seeing these TikToks that say, yes, I'm very still much into TikTok. It's how I'm learning about stocks. Uh, <laughs> yes, you heard that correctly. Uh, but I keep seeing these TikToks that say, um, you know, we're just living on a floating rock, which is so true. It's so crazy to think at the end of the day, we are on this planet that is floating in space in a universe that we don't know what all is out there and we don't know how we fit in it all. It's, um, so those are the kind of, you know, existential crises that I've been having. Um, and to, make it all go away. I've just been watching a lot of the L word. That is correct. I've never seen the L word before in my life. Um, I just, I don't know if it was because of like shame or something when it was originally on, but, uh, I'm rewatching it. Yes. It's from 2004. Is it full soap opera drama trash? Absolutely. Are there lots of lesbians? Yes. Is it good? Medium. Ah, uh, but I am into it. I'm invested in the characters. Uh, my girlfriend Jill and I just started season three. Oh my goodness, it is so fun. It's sexy. It's just full of drama. You can just put it on and you don't really have to pay full attention. You kind of get the gist of everything that's going on, but it is really good. And when it came out at that time, you know, there wasn't a lot of uh, queer female representation on screen. So it was a very important show on HBO. And I'm very excited to watch the uh, revival of it that came out recently as well apparently very good too so you know I'm, I'm in this journey I've got lots of seasons left and I'm very excited to see who starts dating who because I mean it's pretty realistic in terms of 
I always thought like, cause you know, the character Alice on the show has that web of like who slept with who and how everyone's connected. <laughs> I always just was like, I wonder if you could do that with every group of people. Probably. And you know what? I don't want to. That's that's too much information for me to know. Uh, but it's been very fun to rewatch The L Word and it's been very distracting, which is good because distraction is great right now uh, from the world at large. That doesn't mean I'm not, you know, watching the news or reading about everything that's going on and, you know, still keeping up. But sometimes you got to take a day or two to just let your mind rest for a few minutes without social media and all of that stuff kind of you know, knocking away at your brain. And so the L word it is, is, is what's been doing it for me. That and Buffy. I'm rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm on season four. I'm just whipping through it. It is so fun. I love that show. That is just like a comfort show for me. Season four is questionable. Uh, you know, very interesting storylines, but uh, I'm I'm excited to keep going. And the first three seasons are so good, and I love uh, season five and season six very much. So, I am very excited to get there. Uh, and I'm also thinking about rewatching Twenty Four, <laughs> which I know I don't know, I don't know if it holds up, but I've seen the first season at least three times, and it is fun every time for me. So I'm very much in a like early 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s rewatch of TV. So if people have suggestions, please uh, shoot me a DM because I would love to know uh, what's going on with that. I'm also some big exciting news. Remember that show I kind of talked about that I got a grant from the Canadian Arts Council? Well, it is happening. It is happening. Our first show is November 29th at 9th. That's a Sunday night. Uh... Uh, Sunday night at 9pm it's going to be on YouTube I can't announce the guests yet it will be announced very soon and I will put a link in the bio uh, um, on our website and our link tree and everything so people can can watch it's free uh, although if you want to donate you can as well um, it's going to be a blast there's some really incredible uh, guests that we're getting lined up that I am very pumped to have on board so Get ready for that. It's going to be super fun. Um, you know, check it out. There's going to be more. I'm going to be talking about this from now until December 20th when the last show is. So get ready for that. <laughs> but I think I've talked long enough. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Um, and just, you know, enjoy this episode with me and my dear friend, the lovely, the talented, the wonderful Mr. James King. Uh, we're going to go to the interview now. <laughs> He is a queer singer, songwriter, rock vocalist, and all-around performer originally from North Augusta, Ontario. He was featured uh, as a vocalist in the Manhattan Concert Series at Soul Pepper Theatre, as well as performing his original songs with the company during their off-Broadway residency in New York City. He won the My Entertainment Critics Pick Award for his performances Hedwig and the Angry Inch. He is the songwriter, frontman, and lead vocalist of the incredible band James King and the Midnight night hours they were uh in the top 100 in cbc's searchlight competition and they are currently recording their debut album with producer alex gamble at union sound please give a warm applause from home for my dear lovely talented warm kind loving human my dear friend mr james king crack it open james let's have a drink Oh, you're drinking. hello, hello, hello. Hello. Drinking good old Moosehead? Yes, in honor of you in New Brunswick. Um. I'm drinking Moosehead. Yes. <laughs> so nice. I'm having a, like, I made it. It's like 
because I'm trying not to drink beer as much mm-hmm. as I used to in the past. And we closed Second City on Saturday, so we yeah. had a few drinks, a few beers after, which was really okay. like nice and sad. But I made this yeah. gin and cherry gin with uh, club soda. Gin or not club and cherry soda, club gin. Soda. I know, regular gin, cherry gin, club soda, a little bit of cranberry mm. juice, and it's got frozen um, uh, pomegranate seeds in it. Wow, now that's what I call a cocktail. You better believe it, baby. <laughs> 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 I was like, I gotta be fancy for uh, James. Great, oh, we started already, great. <laughs> we started, yes, of course we've started. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works, James. Yeah, okay, okay. James, we just spent okay. we just saw each other not too long ago, which was really nice. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. It was you wonderful. Know, I feel like we're in our in a we're in each other's bubble now, which is nice to have yeah, an extra friend absolutely. in the bubble. Totally. Since I only yeah. see my roommates. <laughs> I know. It's a really weird time, huh? Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been and it's getting worse again. It seems. I know. <laughs> I know so right? hopeful, so uplifting. So no, hopeful, but, so uplifting. But it is true, and I think just getting to see people and friends, and we have our bubble, and it's you know you got to be safe, and mm-hmm. you know it was sort of before all these newer restrictions came, but it was really nice to yeah, see it was you nice to catch up, to catch and... up, and it, it, it's seeing friends and mm-hmm. people that you care about. I think is one of the best things you can. You can do, you know, yeah, and I, I know truly. it's hard because you kind of can't really do it right now, but the the few times it happens are really trying to hold mm-hmm. on to those moments and be really grateful about it because it, mm-hmm. it really is, you know, it's rare. And, I know, And I so fuel for the soul, it's, it's what keeps me going. Yeah, and I, I was I was very, <laughs> I know, right? It's true, though, but it is. It's Sorry, like... I didn't mean to get so... <laughs> So and here philosophical. We are, what, f- five minutes, not even five minutes in. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's okay. Everyone is feeling, I think, the exact same way. I think we're all in this place. I was listening to the radio today, uh, and it was like talking about COVID fatigue, and it's like the idea mm-hmm. of like we are all as human beings on this planet tired. Yeah, and it's like you know because it's that constant fear of not knowing if somebody in your around you has it are you gonna get it so you know i uh i just walk around very cautious every day now. yeah and she'd be like oh my god don't touch me don't look at me don't even uh, get out of here get out of here get out of here get out of my space <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but you're you've been super creative obviously during yes. this pandemic yeah you and, um for everyone listening uh, to the pod, James is in an incredible band, uh, James King and the Midnight Hours. They are so wonderful. Uh, and you are recording an album. You recorded an album yes. during the pandemic. Yeah, we've, which we've is recorded so it. Yeah. No, it, it was really exciting. You know, we've, uh, it's been a long time coming, this album. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been, you know, gigging around since 2017, the beginning mm-hmm. of 20, uh, we started rehearsing actually in the end of 2016. And it's just been an amazing ride, an amazing journey with this group of people. They were all just my really good friends, and we kind of put them together for this EP release show, and we didn't know mm-hmm. if it was... It didn't really... We had no plans beyond that, and it just yeah. went so well, and there was a click and a chemistry and something that just happened with these group, this specific group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it... Uh, who are I, I have to feel like I have to say their names are yeah. um, Gabby Grice <laughs> Richard Lamb Daniel Williston and Mike Lee all very good friends and uh, they all happen to be extremely talented 
did as well. <laughs> so that helps. Extremely talented. Yes, everyone yeah, in your band talented. is like not only a musician but like multi-talented. Like Yeah, they all do a thousand million things and they're all like incredible vocalists too mm-hmm. and we we have a lot of three-part harmony in the band and it's like two incredible lead singers singing like harmonies and backup vocals for to me my lead sometimes which I am never ever get uh, that never loses its uh, <laughs> wonder to me. <laughs> but I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's just, uh, but yeah, it's been fun. And we had a residency at the Amsterdam Bicycle Club for a year and branched mm-hmm. out to headline other venues. So we've we've been we've had some a lot of fun and things have gone kind of very well for us. And as as they you know as they can be when you're a hustling musician <laughs> yes. in the city, we have been very lucky in many ways. Um, yes. And you, yeah. you all work very hard though, too. Yes. You work super hard. Like, you know, as, yeah. I mean, I'm your friend too. So like, I've known you for a long time and totally. like watching the band grow and progress and become this like whole entity has been so incredible to watch. And you're right. Yeah. Everyone is so talented and like musically, yeah. like, you know, a lot of like Richard and Daniel are also like, and are like actors too, like totally. from Soul Pepper. That's how they 100%. met. So it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy, and I'm so I'm. I mean, I've said this to you a million times, but I'm super proud. I mean, I got to have Aww. a little sneak peek of the album, Aww. so uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little yeah, sneaky. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's so good. It is so good, and I yeah. can't wait for. Thank you. I can't wait for yeah. the world to hear it. Totally, we were we we're just so thrilled. You know, it, it took a long time to get the money together, and we also didn't mm-hmm. know where to do it and how to do it. And this, uh, we finally we played a show, and it's one of those like that old thing. And a, a guy saw us play, and he's a producer. His name's Alex Gamble. He is incredible. Mm-hmm. He's worked with lots of amazing artists, um, great like swimmers and fucked up and all days, and like these amazing Canadian mm-hmm. bands and. Uh, yeah, like he's he's done some really really great stuff, and uh, we just clicked. And he when he came and he sat us down and he was like, okay, if I was to record you guys, he, first of all, he was like, I love the songs, love your original tunes. I just want to be able to listen to them all the time. Yeah, basically, uh, yeah, is what he sort of said. And he was like, I and if I were to do it, you guys have such a live chemistry, and even playing live together, you're so tight, and you know these mm-hmm. tunes like the back of your hand. I, I they're such a rock band, mm-hmm. a classic rock band element to your group that if I were to do it I would really want to record you guys live off the floor and capture your energy and you guys playing together in studio and then we'll do some overdubs to clean it up and just polish a little bit but the <laughs> the really core of it would be recorded live off the floor and as soon as he said that I was just like yes this is it that's exactly how I've always dreamed of doing it I mm-hmm. want to capture that raw kind of just you know grit and, and it just us actually mm-hmm. playing together as a band yeah yeah well, and yeah. you do it. You have so you have such good chemistry yeah. too. Like that's what. Like I mean, I've seen you play. I don't know how many times because I love going to the Amsterdam and watching you play on on Saturday nights. Right? It was Saturdays. It was Saturdays. Yeah. yeah, it was Saturdays when we did it. Yeah, it was always so fun to just like be like, "Well, I'm done work. Gonna go watch James play." And like oh, yeah. knowing all those songs too. And like it was cool too to see it at the Amsterdam because uh, you had so many people that. I noticed would come back as well yeah. that were just like cool fans. Totally. And so you know that like, you know, when it, your album yeah, drops, blew- you're going to have those fans, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> T- totally. And, and it blew me away each time. You know, I was like, 
was always shocked that people would come back again and again and it was just sort of like the gift that keeps on giving every time we play a show I'm like okay this is the one they've all seen it enough times they've seen what we do and we change things up add new covers and new songs mm-hmm. in but it, you know they, they they always would keep coming back and people still have been the best supporters of all time and and they know the songs and they would sing them back with us and mm-hmm. it was only from hearing us live and they don't have any recordings so it's, honestly for those people I'm just so happy that they can finally have the songs <laughs> and listen yeah. to them the people who have supported us so 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 much and yeah I just feel so lucky that we were able to do it and it was crazy to do it in a pandemic you know yeah. we had to wear masks in the studio and it was very very strict only the five of us were allowed mm-hmm. in the studio and the producer he was in the control booth and we were in the sort of main room and then we had some overdubs and our mixing of the album has been a virtually over Google conference mm-hmm. call and everything it's just been it's a wild, wild. experience you know yes you never. could never, you could <laughs> yeah. never have imagined like being like, okay, great, I'm finally recording. We're finally recording our first album. Yeah. Oh, it's during a pandemic. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> like, it, I would never in a million years thought that that's how it would happen or the way it would happen. Yeah, it's, yeah, very strange. It, but we we did it. You know, but you did it. You did it. Yeah, and it's so incredible. Uh, and and we're, we're very lucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so. What was it like being, I mean, I'm just like thinking of like musicians who are out there maybe listening, being like, what, like, what was it like being in the studio during a pandemic? Like, it was, it, it was kind of freaky because, you know, normally there might have been someone possibly assisting the, uh, our producer in the control booth and we had intended to have people come in and film us. We wanted mm-hmm. to like get a professional professional film live in studio um clip and maybe take some photos and we could have even had a maybe a friend or two come and sit in the control and just visit and drop in and watch what we're doing or something you know be there for a Mm -hmm. little bit but yeah it was just strange we had to uh we had to wear like we were bubbled together as a band so once Mm -hmm. the producer was in the studio we were able to take our masks off in the studio and this happened in july when things had first sort of opened up and Mm -hmm. the cases were really down that we we were supposed to do it in may and they postponed it and then they were like okay well things we can actually go in now if you guys are down and we follow these strict strict guidelines we had to do like you know do fill out the forms and ask all the mm-hmm. questions if we've been sick and but anytime he entered the room to adjust a microphone or fix something or replug something in we had to have masks on and uh it was yeah and if we went upstairs to the washroom or anywhere else in the building mm-hmm. it was it was really uh yeah it, it was it was strange and bizarre but we did it and we just you know once we all kind of got situated and he went back in the control room we could demask especially for with us singing and kind of just mm-hmm. go to town and do take yeah. after take until we felt like we got the ones that we wanted and it was mm-hmm. yeah it, w- it was it was a bizarro experience <laughs> yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah I can't even I mean as like as somebody who like was performing live for audiences like I get it it's like we're in this weird world as performers and artists and we're all trying very hard to figure out like where we sit right now in this like virtual world and like I can't even imagine what it's like mixing virtually (laughs) oh my god it's crazy like we we, we're basically done like the album is almost the mixing by the end of this week actually should Mm -hmm. be finished and then it still has to go be mastered and stuff but it's basically we're on 
what our contribution and the leveling and the EQing and the effects and everything is basically done. So it's really Crazy. amazing to hear it. I know it's it's and it's sounding so good. We're so thrilled. It's like a dream come true. Every time I listen yeah. to it, I get this little smile on the corner of my mouth and I'm like, oh my God, we did it. <laughs> and, <laughs> it and, and I, it happened in somehow and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and the way that we wanted to. And I think the, the end product is what we all kind of dreamed and better than we dreamed. Like Alex, mm-hmm. our producer, I, and I, and, and he mixed it and engineered it. He, I cannot speak enough about how incredible he is and his contribution to it was mm-hmm. just, he took our arrangements and just made us, like he made us sound like the like the crazy rock stars that we all imagine ourselves <laughs> yeah. to be probably in our hearts <laughs> and i mean we, we went we all brought it though every single member of the mm-hmm. band brought it and owned it and solidly nailed their parts and we and brought the energy and the love and the emotion the raw mm-hmm. the 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 passion is there but he captured it and and has made it sound spectacular so yeah we're, so good yeah. i know i'm so excited yeah. i feel like i've i feel very lucky that i got to hear some of the early early mixes and be like oh i'm so excited to like yeah I, the world to experience this album because yeah, it's so good we're so it's thrilled so to, to share it and and just and to have folks listen to it because mm-hmm. yeah we're proud I'm very proud of it and it's like not yeah. to sound like we're tooting our own horn too much but it's just you know it's a lot of work and it's been a long time coming and yeah we're just yeah just thrilled and proud to share it and hope that it people connect to it and mm-hmm. it speaks to them it really kind of tells a is as we've listened back to it, it almost kind of strangely almost tells a bit of a story about kind of love and loss in the city and a journey and experiencing, you know, uh, growing in the city, moving to a new place with a, which I think many of us artists, mm-hmm. uh, can, uh, appreciate and, and understand and have gone mm-hmm. through. But I think also it's universal enough that any person could, you know, uh, could adapt to it it also has a, pr- a really amazing queer element to it because mm-hmm. you know i wrote the songs yes <laughs> <laughs> but but um but in, in in something that i really am proud about and hope that it can you know it can reach people and there's gonna be some things that have been that are being sung about or talked about which mm-hmm. maybe haven't been directly addressed in certain music and maybe certain not rock and roll music so yeah. specifically but also i think that I hope what I hope from it is that the people who listen to it can go, oh, well, yeah, this is maybe some of the things that are being spoken about are specifically queer, but also they're pretty universal. We all mm-hmm. feel love. We all feel well, loss. Yeah. We all feel separation. And so if anything can be like, oh, if there's some people who that's maybe a bit of an alien world to them or have, so, or, you know, if they can hear it and go, oh, wow, I feel the exact same way. There's no difference. We're all just humans at the end of the day. Exactly. You know? Well, yeah. that's the beautiful thing about music too. Is like music is is universal. I like in my opinion, anyway. Like any kind of music, when you think about any love song, anyone can relate themselves to it because we've all gone yeah. through it. <laughs> you know, like any any song, 100%. whether it's sung by Stevie Nicks or Garth Brooks. You know, like we can all absolutely <laughs> relate to their music. <laughs> I'd love to hear a duet by them. Actually, now that you just oh my gosh, those names. it that probably would be... would be so good. <laughs> it honestly would be really good. <laughs> It would be so good, I bet. Like, She's I bet a, Yeah. I bet their their her uh, vocals would be good together. Oh, yeah, and she's got some country in her. Every once in a while, she she throws out a little kind of country tune. She, oh she's, yeah. Her 
grandfather was a country singer, so it, mm-hmm. that lives in there somewhere. <laughs> have you heard the? Have you heard the? Um, have you heard uh, the Miley Cyrus and Stevie Nicks remix? So Miley Cyrus yes. put out, yeah, the Midnight yes. Sky, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> And I just 17. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I admittedly, uh, I, I mean, I love both those songs completely separately when I think mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus has been killing it. That killing new single it. is incredible. And she's been releasing all these covers of classic rock tunes and really leaning into her rock voice. I mean, I've always mm-hmm. liked her, but I think that this, this incarnation of Miley is amazing and she's just yeah. up there fronting a band i mean it's very much up my alley and, yeah. <laughs> and and she's just wailing these raspy rock vocals and i'm obsessed obviously i love edge of 17 yeah it was a it was an interesting kind of mix i i, I maybe should give it another listen <laughs> but i'm well, glad that you I, liked it i'm glad you liked it <laughs> i feel like you're also like a stevie nicks purist so i uh <laughs> yeah yeah you're right i that's probably it i'm just like i can't i can't I only want Ezra 17. I can't handle this Just by itself. <laughs> Get it out of Miley Cyrus. Get it out of Destiny's Child. <laughs> How dare they? How dare How they dare taint they? Stevie this way? No, oh my no but I but I actually do love Midnight Sky as a song, too. It's fucking incredible. Oh, it's I mean, so good. Am I allowed to say that? Yes, you can swear. Okay. Everyone, okay. everyone thinks, everyone goes, can I swear? And I go, yes, of course. My God, do you even know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like too, okay, James. Great. You're like your like style on stage is so Stevie Nicks. <laughs> I am very much influenced by her. You know, I think we mm-hmm. all have one of those artists or one of those songwriters, uh, or even an actor, someone who maybe like so heavily inspired you and changed your life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Listening to their words um, uh, hits something really deep inside of you, or you just go, "Yeah, I." F- mm-hmm feel the exact same way or I it's yeah we all have those people and I think for sure Stevie Nicks is it for me and I honestly and, and I I'm way probably far too too much I am influenced <laughs> by her no I honestly actively try to to um uh, to not be so intense about it sometimes because I'm like I'm creating my own thing and it's like original and I'm trying to like you know because I, I I sometimes I'm like okay you gotta dial it back you know don't <laughs> you don't just want to be like gay Steve Phoenix 2.0 like <laughs> I know but but I don't think although maybe you want to be but I mean, that's maybe. but also like I'm yeah yeah but also <laughs> if that's who I am I am so proud of that hey, that's that's something that like I feel like everyone is striving to be <laughs> I feel like everyone wants to be gay Stevie Nicks <laughs> <laughs> And but I feel like you are. I do. <laughs> I mean, or like I, I feel like you uh, you emanate her enough. But I feel like watching you, you very much are James. It's just that you can tell yeah. that. Like I mean, we can tell anyone's when anyone yeah. performs anything. It's like we can see who their influences are. Totally, absolutely. That's are, that's the point yeah. of being influenced. One hundred percent. And yeah, and she definitely influenced me a lot yeah. oh man just as I she sh- was kind of influenced by like Janis Joplin and Grace mm-hmm. Slick and kind of and, and Joni Mitchell she kind of took the like songwriting poetry of Joni and mm-hmm. added in those kind of you know the the uh the rock star 
element of grace and Janice and yep. and yeah and that was sort of her her uh, her thing initially anyway she's also got like Miley Cyrus has gone through many incarnations yes. yeah <laughs> I feel like lots yeah. of artists go through Absolutely. so many incarnations I mean totally. which is wonderful I feel like that's what you you evolve as an artist constantly yeah you can't um, do the same thing over and over again you can't yeah. or it just becomes yeah. super boring 100%. and I mean I mean, I love Stevie Nicks. I love yeah. Fleetwood Mac. I mm-hmm. they're the like I could talk about. I did the Nostalgique podcast, which is where they like bring somebody on and you talk about like yeah. your favorite band. And I did Fleetwood Mac because I was like, this is I have oh. to. I must. <laughs> yes. Oh God. I, yeah. That we that could, I could go down that rabbit hole super. Hard. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, they're just like, what are the, like, who are your, besides Stevie Nicks, because we know it's Stevie and we know yeah. it's, you yeah. know, Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac, who are your other, like, influences that you kind of grew um, up with or, or still even today, if, even if it's, like, newer artists that yeah. you're like, shit. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I really, uh, I, I'm also a huge Neil Young fan. Mm-hmm. Big, big Neil Young. I'm like, I have all of his albums. Uh, as a songwriter specifically and I love his weird voice and and I love how he talking about artists who change has mm-hmm. so many different incarnations of him he has this like you know singer songwritery troubadour really acoustic stuff he kind of has this country tinged rock he has this hard garage band mm-hmm. rock with like crazy horse Neil Young crazy horse and yep. has also done like a techno album in the 80s which not many people know about because it bombed and it's pretty psychotic <laughs> but it's amazing <laughs> but I have to listen yeah, yeah. to it now yeah. I didn't I yeah. did not trans. know that Neil Young did it's a, computer a techno album. 80s it's called what? trans Tra- and it's called trans yeah uh in from 1982 it's really demented and oh uh maybe ahead of its time it's got vocod- <laughs> vocoders which are the things that, like change your voice so you'll sound like yeah. a robot like that and that's like how he sings through one of those the entire album it's not the whole album <laughs> I think you- <laughs> I, he it, it's actually pretty incredible because the opening track I think is a classic sounding Neil Young kind of seventies classic yeah. rock tune and so you get it and you, this was nineteen eighty two and you're like oh this is like a Neil Young album and then literally after that first track it takes a nosedive and the rest of it is all crazy computer sounds it's nuts. oh my god do you think they were like Neil we've got this idea for you it, it, computers are gonna be huge let's get you on the ground floor of yeah yeah <laughs> electronic De- music definitely and, and he's a big techno person if you read about him he's really into technology and i think mm-hmm. all that technology had just come out so he was also like oh i want to play with it and also uh, probably copious amount, amounts of cocaine probably helped mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It was the eighties and music. Yeah. yeah. But um but I love Neil. I love uh I love obviously I already mentioned Joni as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. I love me some Tina Turner. Tina Turner as a performer on stage. You watch Tina perform, especially like I mean, even still, at any age of her life. Mm-hmm. But she performs on a stage like no other. Yeah. Like she shakes it. She dances. You like I'm astounded being like, I don't mm-hmm. understand the level of energy that comes from this human being. And it's also wild. she sings and she's just she's just badass. I love Tina Turner. She's so As amazing. A, yeah. On stage she performances uh she uh uh influences me a lot uh Mm -hmm. in in that vein to mick jagger freddie mercury all those kind Mm -hmm. of wild uh theatrical front front people you know Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, I, I'm, I'm influenced by a lot of that kind of 70s, yep. that, that era of music. I, I love bands playing together yep. live. I, I, I have a great respect for a lot of modern music as well. Um, you know, I love Lizzo and how mm-hmm. can you not love Beyonce and, and you know, Miley. I'm talking of, you know, Miley right now I'm really obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, there's so many incredible modern artists, but I do... Uh, there, there's a kind of a gap one I, I my favorite period is probably like 60s to to the mid 80s before mm-hmm. things really started getting produced and a lot of electronic stuff came in I do have an appreciation for that as well but I'm always really drawn to really raw kind of arrangements mm-hmm. and things where it's real people playing yep. real instruments and if you went and looked listen to them live it would sound almost exactly the same as the record there's just an authenticity about it and yeah yeah and not 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 knocking anyone else but that's no, 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 i've always but been drawn true. to that to that kind of sonic quality and the the grit of that yes yeah, yeah and you yeah. can you can see that you can hear that like i uh, there's a reason why that kind of music from like the 60s even like i would say even like late 50s up until the mid 80s there's a reason why it like lasts and remains classic because it does have that like it's timeless and it's it's music that you're kind of like this was incredible and this was just people like rocking it also like you know electric music started like Mm -hmm. like bubbling up in that time as well and people were start like the music shifted from less like in that i don't know like swing and jazz kind of feel into Mm -hmm. more of a like I'm telling my truth. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. But Joni Mitchell with Blue, like, the, that's like the confessional singer-songwriter album that broke the mold. And still, yeah. like, you know, Rolling Stone updated this year. And, I mean, I am not saying Rolling Stone is the be-all and end-all. <laughs> I mean, let me make that perfectly clear yes. before I continue. <laughs> It is but <laughs> but they they um uh, they they did re- release an updated version this year of their 500 best albums of all time. Uh, they hadn't updated it since 2012, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really really fantastic to see it. It was it was much uh, much more um, inclusive, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. which was the one of the many problems with it before they uh, they opened up the spectrum of people who voted and contributed to the list and who were kind of ranking oh. it. And those people actually speaking of included Beyonce, Stevie mm-hmm. Nicks, uh, and the, you can see that there was a lot more women and a lot mm-hmm. more artists of color in the in the uh, huh. in the list. And you're like, oh wow, yeah, because you know, the, <laughs> considering that uh, they basically invented that type. Type of music, you know, you would want yeah. to, you know, put like this is, maybe you know, include them a bit anyway, <laughs> and maybe include them and actually have them be on the list. But yeah, but it, it, it was amazing to have it uh, mm-hmm. to see an updated version and a lot of artists getting their rightful due. And, and like, yes. yeah, and just talking about Joni Mitchell, I think she was like third, like in the top 10 with Blue because Blue really was like, you know, a, a beautiful album. album, you know, so and, uh, yeah. good very bared cut like you know slit the wrists all mm-hmm. all vulnerable not holding anything back it's almost yep. uncomfortable to listen to a bit sometimes you know? yeah but that's that was that was you know that was new but she that was kind that. of it like yeah. i don't know like that kind of music is just so that's why i love like back to stevie nicks but that's why yeah. her songs when you hear her songs with like i'm thinking like even like with fleetwood mm-hmm. you're like you're like there's a difference. Like her music is poetic. And then you have Christine McVie. Yeah. Who, who her songs are like your pop, like yeah, they're like chart they're, hits, they're, right? 
are like yeah absolutely your your poppy pop uh, and it got some great words too but they're much more yeah yes. you're like the hits she writes the hits you know what I mean she writes the hits yeah radio radio amazing radio rock catchy yes. tunes yeah totally so yeah. talented I love that that band I mean Lindsey Buckingham whatever he wrote stuff he's talented <laughs> he's fine well he's they, they fired man. him so whatever he's out, <laughs> he's out. you know I, like I'll, like no. I'll always admit when somebody is talented and he's very he, very oh. talented and in psychotically responsible talented. for a lot of their arrangements and and producing as well like he yeah mm-hmm. you can't deny his contribution to the band never it's will incredible yeah but your attitude but, sir yeah. <laughs> goodbye yeah, needs an adjustment yeah no but 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 it is amazing. I think rumors also really ranked up and moved up in the list, and that that because also that's the thing when you look back, they were in that age mm-hmm. where there was you know um, the Eagles and yep. the Rolling Stones and all these like it rock was and honestly still is a pretty male dominated industry, yes. hetero mm-hmm. male dominated industry. Yes, I might add, and uh, and they <laughs> yes. were huge and what the biggest band in the world after a good little good little moment, and they had mm-hmm. like two incredible women songwriters who were their yep. lead vocalists and they honestly were the draw let's be honest like yeah, the reason they I think were that they were so huge is because it's like yeah the boys get their you know penisy cock rock go your own way they got that <laughs> and then the girls and the people who have feelings have stevie mm-hmm. and christine <laughs> it's true though it is it's so true it's in it's 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 wild it is wild how like especially like i don't know like thinking about like gendering things i feel like we do gender like even music like yeah classic rock seems to be a more masculine dominated industry totally. where like pop seems to be more dominated by females and it's yes. like but is the reason because pop is more sexualized yeah it mm, might maybe. be <laughs> maybe <laughs> ding 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 yeah yeah the music yeah. industry is very very interesting i know i feel like people always talk about how like you know they'll binge watch a like tv show or they'll like their go-to thing is to like but i feel like in the last like at least decade of my life anytime i'm like feeling like anxious or or down i feel like i i put on like an album that is like one of my Mm -hmm. like something i love so like a rumors or like yeah i don't like you know like bob dylan or yeah, yeah. Bruce Springsteen oh, or yeah. you know Joni Mitchell like those things and it, it is it is so music is so good for the I just love it I could it's good for the soul it heals it's you. perfect it heals you and you know what's so cool about rumors too is like I feel like every generation since it came out rediscovers it <laughs> Yes, in That's new and one, interesting ways. Well, look, look at it even right now the the yeah. internet craze of the guy riding the skateboard, singing dreams. Dreams was like in the top twenty hot yeah. billboard since the, for the first time since nineteen seventy seven. It's insane. <laughs> like it was like, yeah, it was it was nuts. I know and it's, it's and wild. The album sales have gone off the chart, and like mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine, actually Mike Lee, who you also yes. know, friend of love ours, Mike. Uh, he's Mike. the drummer in the band, and he uh, he, I think he recent right now he, his roommates are a bunch of very young millennials, and he said <laughs> that he was hanging with they're having dinner on Thanksgiving weekend or something mm-hmm. on in that uh <laughs> they. This band, they someone played Dreams. Or do you know this band, Fleetwood Mac? Oh my god! <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh my god!" And, uh, kill me. and the millennials played Fleetwood Mac all night and were rocking up to it. And it was love like, it. I guess we're still millennials too. But I was just I know, like, I guess. "Well, great, 
Good. Well, I'm like Gen it's, Z, maybe. Yeah. I guess is that yeah, the young group? Yeah, we're gonna be group? Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. But, because also, yeah. like, I remember because I feel like I've always known Fleetwood Mac, but then what brought it back for me too is when Glee did an episode yeah, of Rumors. Totally. So like, it also like brought it back. It's so. But again, it's like that's such a classic album. It's like that. Like you know, you think yeah, back timeless to like, album. Yeah. Timeless album. Like, what are the other timeless albums? Like, besides Blue and you know, there's um, Abbey Road, the Abbey White Road, Album, the White Album. Uh, Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Yes. Like you Ugh, could, oh my god, so you could, good. yeah, you could, yeah. No, um, let me say, yeah. There's just, just those. Just Batter to Hell by me. Batter to Hell. You know what I mean? Yes. Like there's like those, just those albums that just sort of, and especially stand as an album. Mm-hmm. There's not just hits off the album. The whole album itself is an experience. Yep. Exactly. And something that is remembered in its entirety as a whole. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's something that we actually really actively tried with our album. We really hope that. Uh, you know, when folks listen to it, uh, obviously listen as you will. We hope you listen to singles, have your favorite songs, but we really tried, have tried to make this album an experience from start to finish. Yes. We're meticulously going over the running order and we, when it finally comes out, we hope that if you listen that you will at least one day, I don't know, light a candle. Yes. Smoke a joint and have a glass of wine and <laughs> lay back and listen to it from start to finish and let it take you where it will. That's that's and my you should though. That's journey. the thing is like people don't do that anymore. Yeah, and that or, and yeah. I think people forget that a lot of like bands like you put your songs together in a specific order because that's how you want them to be listened to. Totally. So yeah. it's kind of like it's like what. When people like, if I accidentally shuffle an album, I go, "Oh God, I gotta go back." <laughs> I go, "No, <laughs> I've heard it in the no, wrong I totally order." Understand. Please. Yeah. <laughs> but also, yeah. Play, but also, uh, that being said, we also think you could put it on at a party, and it would still be freaking bopping. Maybe you might Absolutely. there's one song you might want to skip, unless you want everyone to be no. just weeping in the corner. But like, you know. <laughs> which is <laughs> my favorite song. So oh, yes, roses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roses. Yeah, I, I get it in warned. my head. Ugh, yeah. it's so good, but, James. You're such a great, yeah. you're such a talented songwriter. No, thanks, Like, Trish. just really yeah. beautiful songwriting. And also, like, as your friend, and I think I've said this to you before, too, like, watching your songwriting progress, too, and, like, totally. how it, like, has grown, and you've grown into just such a incredible songwriter. And oh, some of these... You. These songs are just so well written and the lyricism is incredible and it's, I'm like, yeah, it's so good. What do you, do you, um, I guess I'm always wondering, I always wonder how people write songs. Do you often like sit with your like guitar or piano or do you write lyrics first? Yeah. Um, you know, some, it, it's kind of different. Uh, sometimes uh, it's the weird, the slightest thing that someone can say or, or I'm a, or you see, or an experience mm-hmm. you go through can really almost trigger something into you. Into you, I, I usually kind of feel like I get kind of possessed by a feeling of something that mm-hmm. someone said or something that's happened just sort of like won't go away. It sits with mm-hmm. me and it kind of like is inside my head and wheels start churning and I kind of don't really really know what else to do with my feelings about it other than sort of write and and I'm an I'm an observer. I, I go out a lot. I write. I journal a lot. I write a lot mm-hmm. of poetry and uh observe the people i see i mean you can't really do that much anymore but <laughs> i'm a total people watcher yeah weirdo you know like i love no, being in a good. bar you got to and seeing that and i love watching humans and experience i love people i do uh, mm-hmm. love people still somehow <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> but i but I, I do i do love people and and uh and love you know and, and, and i find them fascinating mm-hmm. and relationships 
fascinating and experience is fascinating and yeah and I, I oftentimes and the songs that I feel the best about usually come very quickly it's sort of a feeling and I start playing with the guitar and sometimes they've all come at once or kind of as I'm writing but I often do like I said write a lot of poetry just free verse just whatever yep. I have journals and journals and sometimes uh, one of those will become a, a song mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll start thinking about the song I'm like oh I think I talked about this in this poem and if I liked it and felt it was good enough or there was something interesting there I will turn it into a song and it will it will become one and but yeah I kind of I I do sort of so I guess you could say I probably work from lyrics first but also it it, it all changes sometimes I have sort of of lyrics and then you start playing a riff on the guitar piano and as soon as you get the riff and the chord progression you're like okay Mm -hmm. well that's not going to fit into that so it's taking the same idea from the poem maybe and then rewording it and fitting it and yeah, and sometimes and like certain songs happen like that. I, mm-hmm. I always feel better about those ones because they yep. otherwise sometimes they can feel forced. Yep. But also some songs are like that. They're evolving and they need editing later. You listen back, you're like, oh God, like I gotta take <laughs> that line out, or I gotta change that, or that just sounds stupid. Or oh my god, I ripped <laughs> off that melody line. I better change that. You know, like <laughs> yeah. a, song, a song gets stuck in the back of your head and you don't even realize till you listen back that you're like, oh, that's a little too similar to that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, it is a weird process, but it does, it's a very organic process for me, yep. I guess. Like, I I have my music theory, uh, mm-hmm. a basic music theory anyway. I can, yeah. I, I can read <laughs> music. I, I know my stuff in that area, but I learned it much later in life when I went to college. I actually mm-hmm. sang and learned instruments by, taught myself piano and yeah. guitar mostly, and it kind of learned everything by ear first. So I actually learned things faster that way. I, if I listen to it or hear it, I can just sort of repeat it back. Right. And that's in, in that sort of, uh, my, so when I'm, when I'm writing, I do, and it's creating, I don't really think about, oh, this chord and those chords go together and it's this key signature and you have to keep those in there I don't yeah. think in my mind and it doesn't think about music like that at all it, it, no, it thinks about either. it in terms of <laughs> yeah right it, 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 it thinks about it in terms of feelings and colors mm-hmm. almost and I'm just yeah. like yeah I like how that chord sounds I like how that, that music that sonically mm-hmm. sounds this thing and I just sort of very or- organically paint the picture until it sounds like what I have in my head and what I what I like and yep. what sounds good to me, you know, and, and some people have said, you know, they're like, that's good because in a way, like you don't follow sometimes conventional rules. Like you can't put it that kind of chord in that type of song or like, that's a weird key change, but I don't know. It sounds, they're like, you know, people have said that's, that's actually good because it kind of makes you do things that are kind of weird and maybe yeah, different. most people wouldn't do because they've just have been told that you can't do that in music rules i don't yeah, know yeah i, I know, know right yeah. I, it's so funny because yeah. it's like i took music theory in school like just mm-hmm. i took a minor in it and i couldn't tell you couldn't couldn't remember like i can read music i can understand it i but d- to tell you yeah. what what notes should go with what i, I don't know, like i don't know like I go, totally i go this sounds good to me yeah does it not totally. sound good <laughs> yeah, ex- basically, that's you it. Know? You know, 100%. I know, it's so yeah. crazy. I feel like we met, yeah. you and I met, God, when did we meet? Like 2012? In, in 2012, yeah, because that yeah. was the summer with Tweet yeah. and Company. We did, I did Godspell, and you came, yes. and you were doing Stock Year. Yeah, that would have been 2012, yeah. 2012, isn't that crazy wow. how time wow. flies? That's been like eight years. Almost a decade. Almost yeah, a decade. Geez. That's so wow. crazy. And wow. like, it was so fun, because I... 
I remember you played, we were doing Stockyard and you played the at the opening of it, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. In the corner on the piano. And I played <laughs> yes. the piano because I don't think I even brought a guitar. So I just sat there playing the piano, which is rare for me. Yeah. yeah. I can <laughs> play the piano play. here and there, but I but I, I don't practice yeah. enough. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. And then we because yeah. yeah we've done so much in Tweed together because oh we did gosh. Alec we did Alec Bell I mean we've done so much but yeah the tour and then we did uh, all you need is love times that are mm-hmm. changing Hastings Hastings yeah yeah we've done we've in many so much random shows and one off concerts <laughs> yes. and appearances you know what I mean so oh, yeah. many so fundraisers many. yeah oh it's so great though it's I so know. nice to be able to like do things with with your friends and Absolutely. also like you're such a talented performer too like. Also, like I've I saw you in Hedwig, yes, which was so yes. good. You were so oh, good. You're like you. born to play that part. Born. <laughs> People were always telling me that before I was ever even knew what it was when I first was in theater school, and they were they would always say that to me, and I was like, what? But I read it, and yeah, I was, I was like, okay, I I understand. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm definitely I'm not Hedwig, but there are some. No, there were some elements. There's elements. You know, you know, you're kind of. Playing with gender and uh, and mm-hmm. fronting a rock and roll band or a punk rock band and there was, I I it resonated very very deeply with me when mm-hmm. I read it and the, the first time I read it I went oh my god I I hope I could try and do this someday but was also terrified because it's such a mountain Huge, and such yeah. a beautiful story and just to do it justice and want to you know tell that story uh, mm-hmm. intelligently and uh, honestly and. Uh, you know, authentically, it, just to to give it the power that it deserves, and I, I mm-hmm. felt I was delighted when when uh, Rebecca Ballerin, who directed that production, was you know she gave took a chance on me, and I was absolutely petrified. But it comes a point <laughs> you just sort of you put the wig on, you get the shoes on, and you look at the mirror, yep. and you're like, well, there she is. This is it. Like, there she this is. This is it. You just gotta <laughs> just gotta throw your literally throw yourself out there because Hedwig does. <laughs> Hedwig does. Yes, she does. Uh, like yeah, he, that's a, that show's like one of my favorite musicals, I think, of all time. It's so good. It's oh. so good. The music is so good. It's incredible. And the story's moving and beautiful and Ugh. terrifying and yep, and like heartbreaking. It's just, it's got everything. It really has everything. It really does. And it's message at the end, you know, I'll never forget it. To all the misfits and all the losers. You know your rock and rollers uh, spinning to your own rock and roll like that. That lyric mm-hmm. there, when it comes to the yep. end of it, you're like, yeah, there you go. That's like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I know. I just got chills yep. thinking about it. Oh, no, it's 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 fantastic. You know, and it's so cool that the film was shot in Toronto. Yeah, yes, which it I was. always forget. Me too. I forgot that till right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a weird little <laughs> Canadian fact. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, John Cameron Mitchell is so brilliant. Ugh, and so good. A, well, he created it. So, yeah. you know, it's. I yeah. saw it when I, I saw it on Broadway with, um, who's the guy that plays Dexter? Michael C. Hall. Oh my gosh. How was that? It was good. He was really good. He's a it was, inter- it was interesting. I was just like, oh, that's Michael C. Hall. Because yeah. he had taken over for Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, absolutely. But it was so very good. <laughs> yeah, totally. And then I think even John Cameron Mitchell ended up playing in that production as well later. He I think he did came too, back yeah. into the role of Hedwig. It was yeah. all, and Tay Diggs, there was a lot of great cast yeah. of that show. Tay Diggs would be would be cool yeah. to see yeah. as Hedwig. Yeah, Interesting. He, he he did it. I know, right? Amazing. 
love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. So James, many good things. So many good things. We've had so many, like, I don't know. I was thinking about the other day when we went to New Brunswick. Remember for yes. Justin and our friend Justin and Kitty got married in New Brunswick. This was like, I don't even know, like 2014, I guess, six years ago. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh my yep. god, we had <laughs> such a good time. We, uh, our friend Danielle and I were listening to um, us singing on my parents' uh, uh, patio at night, singing yeah. "Mamas and the Papas." Mamas and the Papas, just <laughs> having some drinks and belting out harmonies into the darkness of the woods. <laughs> Cambridge and Arrows, New Brunswick. Yeah, we've had so lots fun. of adventures. We, we so won't... many adventures. We have. I love it. I'm even I, here in the I, city. Yeah. No, no, go when, ahead. When, I was just going to say, yeah, when we all kind of, you know, I met you in Tweed and right mm-hmm. after that you moved to the city and we all kind of had first moved up here, a, a group of us who had, uh, you know, I think Daniel Williston, yep. who was in the band and and you and and uh, Danielle, we've mentioned, mm-hmm. we were all sort of up here and it felt like, you know, we were all new uh, coming to the city to pursue our art and, yeah. uh, and kind of, you know, hustling out in the street. Streets, literally busking. Literally busking. You know, and it was <laughs> literally busking and, and doing it. And it's been such an incredible journey. And I'm so glad, yeah, we've remained friends. And I know. And it's been it's been so fascinating to see us all grow and go in our journeys here since yes. we all arrived poor and broke. And, poor and I mean, and still poor, and still, still poor, poor, poor and broke. And broke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when that'll ever change. But Probably uh... never. Yeah. <laughs> But, but we got a few a few more accomplishments under our belt. Maybe, we got a I couple guess. of things on our resume. So we I can think feel that better, better, better. we can feel better about everything. I think it's okay. No. I, don't, I think it's all right. I'm not too uh, worried about it. No, neither. <laughs> Me, too. Me too. I think it's okay. I'm like, uh, oh my gosh, it's so. It we're just living in this insane world. I know. It is insane. Yeah. This world. Totally. It's gotten, this year has been a trip and a half. (laughs) Yes, it really has. But, you know, lots of really wonderful things have come out Mm -hmm. of it. I think there are a lot of people uh, have reached breaking points and uh, things have been, you know, happening and uh, being talked about that really needed Mm -hmm. talking about. And it's just, you know, it, it's it's but it's still it's it's a rough year and like like you said fatigue covid fatigue yes. just being going through this and doing this has been a been such a it's it's, it's a, it, it is something to go through none of us have mm-hmm. ever gone through something like this this is like a historical it's like brand new moment yeah. brand new and but we're navigating we're learning as we're day learning. goes by yes i hope that we're wearing masks and washing yes, everyone, our hands please and wear being your masks. safe oh my gosh i was at <laughs> I, had, I went to Ikea today just to pick up a couple of things. And the thing that bothers me the most, and I'm just going to rant for just a quick second. Please rant. Is, is when people are in the stores and then they pull their masks down, like below their nose and their oh mouth. And I go, what, why? But why? Like, what's the difference? Like, what are you doing? Like, put yeah, it on. You're so strange. So, yeah. Oh, my God. There, it's yeah, it defeats the purpose a bit, especially defeats, indoors, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, come on, sir. Excuse me, sir. Wow, us performers would like to get back to work. Yeah, <laughs> I want to do, I want to perform, I want to sing again. I know, I would love um, to be in a room with you right now, actually, like hanging out again and chatting and doing this yes. live. But yeah. here we are, here we here are, we James. Are. Here we are, uh, here we are, zooming. <laughs> Zoom, 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 zoom. zoom, zoom. zoom. 
swear that wasn't an advertisement. It wasn't an advertisement for Zoom. <laughs> no. I feel like Zoom's, like, probably stocks have skyrocketed, like, way up. Oh, yeah. Right? God. They must have. It's true. God. They must have. <laughs> yeah. James, do you want to do a quick uh, lightning round with me? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. This is just fun. Kay. Okay. Okay. Question number one. What's your biggest party fail? My biggest party fail? Mm-hmm. Like, I've t- okay. Uh, like, I... when you failed at a party... I one time accidentally, this is really embarrassing. I one time accidentally drank piss. Oh my god! What? <laughs> oh, how and how have I never heard okay. this story? This is. Do, can we devolve in the lightning round? Because I feel yes, like I just dropped a bomb. Devolve, and because this has to be explained. We must. I can't believe I just. I mean, it's it's in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what came out. Okay, one time I was with a friend and we were going. Uh, we were all partying and uh, having a great old time. Had a, quite a mm-hmm. few drinks and we wanted to keep keep the party going. They were like, "Let's go to my grandparents' house. I have the key, uh, and they're out of town this weekend." So they had mm-hmm. their grandparents' place to themselves. Yeah, we went there, uh, and they were like, "My grandfather drank so much whiskey, so he has tons and tons of whiskey." So we got there and. We were all hilarious. Oh, we're in this old person's house. What a party. Ran upstairs to the grandfather's room, and there was, uh, like, 40s of whiskey, of, like, Crown Royal, lining the walls. Like, there was had to have been about 60 bottles. We were like, we've hit the jackpot. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Life is... And so I grabbed the nearest bottle, went downstairs, and uh, I started... There was, We had a Diet Coke to mix it with, oh, and no. I started pouring the drinks. And as I was pouring, I started to smell something. Something kind of smelled a little weird. And, uh, <laughs> oh my God, it, it, it was very strange. Uh, it, and, uh, I, but then, you know, once I poured the, I put, closed the bottle back up and I poured the drinks in, the smell kind of went away and I was like, okay, I guess, I don't know what that was, um, passed out the drinks. And then I was like, oh, I thought there was smell. And then someone went, wait, I kind of smell something. And I went, well, what is it? Is it this? I took one big sip of my drink. I was the only one to do it. No, Because as soon as I did, I went, stop, don't. Drink, and it's weird because I have never drank um, urine before. No, uh, but you'd know. But I you knew, and the minute know. I drank it, I knew exactly what it was. It was really <laughs> oh weird. It's disconcerting God. thing. So it turns out that I guess his his grandfather was a bit feeble, and instead of getting up in the middle of the night, uh, had been emptying himself into empty whiskey bottles. So half of them on one side of the room was real whiskey. Another good half chunk of them piss. were, and they were filled and really dark so unhealthy they look like whiskey like it was a situation how could you have possibly ever dreamed that up it's like something (laughs) it's like the perfect situation to trick someone into drinking like it it doesn't anyway i ate a bar of soap i cried i laughed (laughs) i we were so drunk that we we laughed and we thought that was insane i couldn't (laughs) believe it happened and then we went we made sure we got a real bottle Yes, good. And then drank a lot of that to disinfect. Yeah, of course, absolutely. You, you know, must. Yeah, you must disinfect, <laughs> disinfect, and forget. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, think I've ever drank piss before. No, um, I I hope to never again. But yeah. so beware, beware of beware. random whiskey bottles in strange elderly people's houses. I just also okay. love everyone being like, something smells strange. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll better drink it anyway. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, 
23? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, next question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Oh, my God. What a good story. Uh, Okay. If you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it's a tough one. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give. Okay, I'll give you a top okay, five. Okay, you could do um, a top five if you okay, want. Okay, okay, that's cheating, but yeah. I think it, it might be um, uh, Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. I know, Ooh. bold choice. Or Belladonna by Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Hajira by Joni Mitchell. Okay, okay, Tusk. Tusk is yeah. a good album. It's it's really weird, and it's not. I know it's it's not rumors, but. No, that's okay. But I, I, love I like I like it for all of its weird reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't also like isn't yeah. Tusk the album that Lindsey Buckingham was like I'm gonna do it all on my own and he did, yeah like, and it's, went and into his, his bathroom and like played the drums on uh, a Kleenex, Kleenex box boxes. and threw things into a toilet and it's yeah. like yeah no no it's a really it's like it, it and it's so funny because like his cool. songs are these weird punk strange crazy songs and you have like Sarah but mm-hmm. like which is this gorgeous like ethereal like mad masterpiece. Piece, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's really cool. But it's a good album. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. 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 If somebody it's got everything came... on it, that, and it's really long. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's really okay. long. It's a good album. Yeah. Uh, okay. If somebody came in here into your knocked on your door and was like, "Hi, we want you to sing with Stevie Nicks, but you can only sing one song." <gasps> what song would you sing with her? Oh my God. Well, first, after I finished weeping, mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I would, um, I guess I would want to sing, oh, maybe Leather and Lace. I know oh, that's leather and her, Lace. her famous love duet. Uh, yeah, I would die. I know she, she already sang it with Harry Styles once and I uh, wanted to kill myself. But um, <laughs> I actually like they, Harry Styles. But I, I just was mad Styles. that he beat, I was mad he beat me to it. I know, but, um, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. They, they have such interesting chemistry. They do. Harry Styles yeah, yeah, and Stevie yeah. Nicks. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, it's beautiful. It's so yeah. perfect. Okay, um, what's your go-to if we were at happy hour? What would you order? First thing. Oh, a margarita, baby. Yes, baby. <laughs> I remember Shaken when you were... on the rocks, not frozen. Shaken. <laughs> uh, not frozen, no. Shaken. Yeah, yeah. I remember, when, where were you working? Um, it's closed now, right? Um, oh, yeah, Julie's Cuban, or Julie's, Julie's... Snack Bar is the, was the sign, but it's actually Julie's Cuban restaurant on Dover Court. I worked there for yeah. a good chunk. Making margaritas you, all that's day. That's making margaritas all day. And yeah. then you'd come yeah. hang out and you'd be like, a margarita, please. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it gave like, me an appreciation. I feel like when you would come meet Alex, uh, our friend Alex Hurley uh, at Amnesia, you oh, would sometimes Amnesia. get a margarita. Oh, absolutely, and and yeah. I love that. I love that place to death. Me but, too. Uh, yeah, they they did not make the grandest margarita. In the world. No, but I still but drank it. God love them. God love them. Uh, I wish Amnesia. it was still there. I miss Amnesia. Me too. What a Such dive! A good, just a good dive bar. I don't in the, like, in I the heart even... of the city there. Yeah, yeah, it's like there aren't any other good like I mean I'm sure there are but like I can't think of any like a dive bar yeah. like that you know you, you that can't find a, like... a real dive bar like it was it was there was times I was like wow this is unnerving but yeah I never felt fully unsafe but no. I liked it a lot yeah I always <laughs> knew that the owners would protect me oh because yeah they Mary liked me a lot. and John Mary and Johnny yeah yeah Alex they were great. yeah 
So oh, good. Ugh, yeah. I miss that place so much. Me too. <sighs> oh, and here's fine. to amnesia. Here's, here's to amnesia. <laughs> cheers. Yes, cheers. <laughs> okay, final question. The party's just ended. Everyone's going home. Everyone had a great time. You're leaving. But how do you want people to remember you at the party? <laughs> as the one le- as the one leaving with Ezra Miller, baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> going so long, suckers. <laughs> no. Perfect I James mean, answer. I'm probably more often remembered as the one who's passed her on the couch, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you can decide how you want to be remembered. <laughs> It's not real. <laughs> oh, if only. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, here we are. James, this has been so lovely. It has been so fun. This is so yeah, nice. It's... it's so funny interviewing like friends or like talking to friends because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it does like happen where you're talking, but I'm also like, people don't know our inside relationships. So I'm no. like, well, I got to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I must. We'll yeah. be here forever. One hundred percent. Oh God, I love it. Oh my goodness, James. Where can people find you on all the socials? Well, you can find uh, you can follow the band at, on Instagram at JK Twelve HR. That's our Instagram handle. My personal is James King four four zero nine. We also have a Facebook group, Hey James King, The Midnight Hours. Uh, we have a single nightmare that. Yes. Is- streams uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. It's on all the things. It's our only uh, music we have released. There's actually going to be, we re-recorded a new version mm-hmm. of it for the album. So uh, you, you can check out the single version <laughs> and then compare once the album comes out. And that will hopefully be coming out, we hope, early next year at the most. We're Ooh. still, it's in the final ma- um, mixing phases, going to master, mm-hmm. but we hope to have it out as soon as we can Amazing. and as soon as it feels right. So yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. excited and we're going to play a uh, nightmare at the end of the show. So you can get a Wonderful. little sneak peek of the OG, the OG, yeah, the single version, baby, <laughs> single version, yeah. baby. And then yeah. we, you can get excited and pumped for the new album, which is untitled yes. thus far. So I'm very yes. excited uh, mm-hmm. to see the full release of it all. And I'm very, yeah. very excited to see what you and the band do next too, because I, I know it's going to be great and it's going to be yes. amazing. And oh, thanks, you, Trish. you're so, you're just, I mean, I'm proud of you as your friend, but I also, you're just so talented and oh. so wonderful and, you know, you everybody download, listen, you know, check it out because he's amazing. And James, I'll see you very soon, I'm sure. Yes, hopefully. I hope so. If not, yes. we'll see each other on Zoom for Absolutely. sure. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> okay. This has been so fun, Trish. This has oh, been God. so fun. Yeah. What a All riot. Right. Okay. What a riot. Okay. <laughs> James King, folks. Oh, my goodness. What a delight. He's such a dear, dear friend of mine, and I just love him so very much uh it is so lovely to be able to just chat with friends uh for an hour you know and just sit back and relax and enjoy and talk about some memories and things we both love oh my goodness he is so very talented i'm so excited for uh james king in the midnight hours uh uh, uh first what is it uh, the uh, uh, first album first full-length album what is it debut album that's the word i'm looking for debut i'm very excited uh, for that if you want to follow james king in the midnight hours you can follow them on instagram at jk 
one two hr that's jk12 hr uh or you can follow james on instagram at james king 4409 check out their pre uh, album single uh nightmare on spotify it is so incredible and i'm very excited to hear uh it re redone they redid it for this new album so it's going to be super amazing it's an incredible incredible song so uh, check it out you may get a little peek at the end of this episode at it as well but also go give them the downloads on spotify you know that's how it works you gotta listen subscribe to them on there as well if you want to follow me you can follow me trisha black on instagram and twitter at it's underscore trisha black you can check out my website it's trishablack.com for more information on everything that's been that's going on in my life uh you can follow me on youtube youtube.com slash trisha black for sketches um and music i'm doing a lot more music now because it's comforting and i'm very uh, i'm happy so if you have uh, suggestions for covers also give me those uh <laughs> i'm on patreon patreon.com slash it's trisha black if you're like i really am loving the pod and i would love to support in some way and also get some cool extras i would love to have someone on the patreon it would be great uh, I'm very excited, and especially after the holiday season when things start to slow a bit down, I'm very much looking forward to creating more content for my patrons, and I'm very excited to do that. I'm learning as I go, you know? It's a big learning curve on how to deal, uh, how to do all the patron and coffee accounts and things like that, so the biggest su- support that you can give me is just by listening to the podcast and letting people know. So if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at One More Round Podcast or on Twitter at The One More Round. Um, We appreciate it. I appreciate the subscribe. If you're loving the pod, let your friends know. And if you hate it, let your enemies know. And if you're really loving it, the the biggest way besides word of mouth is to leave a rating or and a review uh, to let people know who are just passing through what the show is like and from people who are listening and I appreciate all of you who are listening and uh, I appreciate you hearing me ramble right now uh, <laughs> it's been one of those weeks you know uh, but I, I do I really appreciate you all listening and uh, I'm excited to chat with you again next week uh, when we have new guests Um, Dale Boyer and Amanda Barker talking about their incredible show, Clothes Swap. So that's going to be awesome. It's going to be super fun. I'm very excited. And of course, no East Coast Kitchen Party is ever complete without a musical number to say goodnight and goodbye. Uh, So here is James King in the Midnight Hours singing Nightmare. It's incredible. Stay safe. Have a great week. Love y'all. Bye. See
taste.